0: Well, hello there, friend. It's late. Can't go to bed either, huh? It's a nice night, though,
1: even if it is midnight. It's a nice time to think, to contemplate. Listen, have you ever heard of the Catechism of the Catholic Church? Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. Not many people have. but. The Catechism and Scripture are the things that I use that are my favorite to contemplate and think about. We just finished Pentecost today, and tomorrow will be a new day, June 1st, and a new month. And I thought that it would be a good time to put the two together. This is how I pray. I'm not an expert at it, but I do have a lot of practice with it. And I thought that it might help you to see how somebody else prays and listens to what God has to say. So what I did was go to find the lectionary, the liturgy of the word for June 1st, and tomorrow is a memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And what I think I'd do is read through the gospel and then we could skim through the catechism. Now, there is print copies of the Catechism, but there's this incredible website that lets you
0: search electronically anywhere in the Catechism. Let's start. Standing by the
1: cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there, whom he loved, He said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. After this, aware that everything was now finished, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled, Jesus said, I thirst. There was a vessel filled with common wine. So they put a sponge soaked in wine on a sprig of hyssop. And it put up his mouth. When Jesus had taken the wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he handed over the spirit. Now, since it was preparation day, in order that the bodies might not return on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath day of that week was a solemn one. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs be broken and they be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and then of the other one who was crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one soldier thrust his lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. And immediately blood and water flowed out. That certainly sticks out to me. Now, the way to use this site, this search engine, is many different ways. You can search by scripture, you can search by word, and you can even search by names, like saints who the catechism quoted. But what we'll do today, well, tonight,
0: is look up the gospel for tonight. Well, for tomorrow. And you can see that we have 18
1: results, and each time the catechism cites. Anywhere in John 19, 25 to 34, this search site will pull up all of the paragraphs that cite it. Now, all of the parts of the Catechism in order, with part one all the way down to part four. Now what I want to do is skim through here
0: and get a sense of what, we, what pops out at me. And it's now that I think it's a good time to pray to the Holy Spirit to
1: guide me on what he thinks that
0: is important for me to know and to notice right now. On the topic of the Holy Spirit, what caught my eye
1: was the symbols of the Holy Spirit because blood and water flowed out, and many saints have said that that was the birth of the church, and many other saints say that the birth of the church
0: is on Pentecost today. So in chapter three of the
1: first part in article eight, the the name and titles and symbols of the Holy Spirit, paragraph 694 reads, the symbolism of water signifies the Holy Spirit's action in baptism. And I wanna go over here and see that this footnote is 28, refers to this line right here. Thus, the spirit is also personally the living water welling up from Christ crucified as its source and welling up in us to eternal life. Now there's a thought. Thus, the spirit is also personally the living water welling up from Christ as its source and welling up in us to eternal life. And we can see that the second half has a reference to an- another footnote, which references all of these different scripture references. My first reaction is that, B, that it, it's incredible to think that the same water that welled up in Christ crucified is now in me as a baptized Christian. What I wanna do is dig in a little bit and look at some, of, look at at least one of these references to see how that makes sense. So I'll copy and paste. What I wanna do is find Revised Standard Version,
0: Catholic Edition, of Zechariah 14, chapter 14, verse 8.
1: Zechariah wrote, On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half of it east to the Dead Sea, and half of it west to the Mediterranean Sea, in summer and in winter.
0: This, I assume, is a prophecy of the day of the Lord. This is the plague with which the Lord will strike all the nations
1: that fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongues will rot in their mouths. On that day, people will be stricken by the Lord with great panic. They will seize each other by the hand and attack one another. Judah, too, will fight at Jerusalem. The wealth of all the surrounding nations will be collected. Great quantities of gold and silver and clothing. A similar plague will strike The horses and mules and camels and donkeys and all the animals in those camps.
0: Pretty gnarly stuff. And on that day, there will
1: be neither sunlight nor cold frosty darkness, it will be a unique day, a day known only to the Lord with no distinction between day and night. When evening comes, there will be light. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half of it east to the Dead Sea, half of it west to the Mediterranean Sea, in summer and in winter. The Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord and his name,
0: the only name. That strikes me because
1: it tidies up so well the connection between the resurrection, the whole Paschal mystery of the death and the resurrection of Christ and Pentecost, when he sent down his Holy Spirit.
0: i want to take a detour and get some help through art and the truth of art. so I want to find I want to look as I think about this idea of Pentecost The symbolism of water
1: signifies the Holy Spirit's action in baptism, since after the invocation of the Holy Spirit, it becomes the efficacious sacramental sign of new birth. Just as the gestation of our first birth took place in water, so the water of baptism truly signifies that our birth into the divine life is given to us in the Holy Spirit. As by one Spirit, we were all baptized so we are also made to drink of one spirit thus the spirit is also personally the living water welling up from christ crucified as its source and welling up in us to eternal life it's pretty easy to get the idea of tongues of fire and the wildness of fire on the day of pentecost but it's it's also a pretty wild idea to think that it's as if this is a baptism of the people of God, born just like a first, born, first birth into an earthly life.
0: This is baptism, is birth into life eternal. And I get a sense of freshness,
1: even though it is late. In the middle of the night,
0: I look forward to that day when night becomes light. And I think that'll do it for tonight. You should get some sleep. And we'll talk more tomorrow night.